Good morning, YouTube family. Good afternoon and good evening, wherever you might be. Welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you guys are hopping on already. I'm sorry I'm a little bit late. Been running around like a crazy person this morning. I don't know. Just so much always to do in the mornings and afternoons. And I don't sit down until um, I'm ready to go to bed, actually. So it's pretty crazy. Hey, today we have a great topic and it's about propaganda and the narcissist. This goes along a lot with gaslighting because a lot of times you feel like you're going crazy and the reason you feel like you're going crazy is because you're in a whirlwind of lies and propaganda is one of those things that kind of seeps in quietly and you want to be able to resist it, you want to be able to identify it, you want to be able to stand against it. So there are definitely some things to think about, some things to recognize, some things to um, help you stand against it. So thank you so much. Yeah, I'm glad that you guys are hopping on. Good to see you. Uh, let me know who's hopping on. Oh, John, good morning. Hey, John, glad to see you. I saw your comment after the show last week about her showing up... Uh, Sans clothing, I guess. <laughs> I don't even know what I can say anymore on YouTube because, you know, they just censor everything. It's absolutely crazy. But, um, yeah, not showing up. She sent you pictures. That That's crazy uh, to me. But what the heck? That's creepy, John. That's creepy <laughs> what she's doing. Resist it at all that you can. Yeah, narcissists, they will pull out all the stops when they are trying to hoover you back in so ah uh, they have no shame they have no limits they have no boundaries it's but what if you should fall for it and and get pulled into that mess again you're going to regret it okay just wanted to you know i know you know this but i just want to be clear yes exactly john is saying that shows a zebra can't change its stripes hey obi good to see you Oh, Obi, I wanted to tell you something. So, um, all that time you kept talking about Dr. Squatch soap. So I told my husband about it. And now he is sold on it. He loves it. Um, yeah, we have another friend now who's also using it. I mean, I thought about it. I've seen, you know, all the commercials. And then uh, because you were so blown away with all of that, I thought, okay, you know, let's give it a try. Anyway. You've got them a few more, few more customers. So glad to see you guys hopping on. I'm going to jump right into happy crappy hour today with our topic. You know, um, it started off with me thinking about uh, newspapers and uh, TV shows or news shows, I guess, if you will, but even talk shows that seem like they're talking about current events right and and you think okay these talk shows are different than news channels because news channels will actually give you the weather will give you what's going on locally like little uh, little Michaela did this or that and won the Girl Scout award you know okay that's great those are actual true stories but there are also stories that will twist the truth in order to benefit the the owner 
of that station, the owner of that newspaper uh, or magazine, uh, they have things to benefit from if they can sway the public. It's like a huge advertisement for them. And this goes along with propaganda and why we want to identify the narcissist propaganda. And when we're able to do that, we're going to be able to do that, identify it in all parts of our life so that we don't go crazy, that we don't start living our life. Um, how do you know? I'm trying to think of the word, <laughs> trying, you know, how when advertising, it sculpts this sculpts society. So when you watch these children's shows or these what do you call it? docudramas or um, I'm trying to think of what else uh, even the the comedies right TV shows it actually is shaping the way you think it's all propaganda you guys all of it we don't know it's propaganda because we're being entertained we're thinking oh this is interesting or if it's a news show or oh my gosh this is hilarious so it's entertaining to watch get your mind off of your bad day but the storylines that they run the characters that they play and the development of the characters and the development of the stories they tell you is all propaganda it is geared to first of all capture you so it has to be exciting or evoke emotion from you and then second of all it has to get you to change your lifestyle your the way you think what you buy what you think is important or what you think is in, what you think other people would like if you did or if you would wear or if you would eat certain things or how you would look, you know, what's acceptable. So um, my husband has a saying, he says something like, everybody's trying so hard. Oh, how does he say it? I'm going to botch it. But <laughs> essentially, um, everybody's trying so hard to look different by looking the same. Right. There's a it seems like people who are trying to buck what some some kind of trend is in their mind. Right. Because the, the shows are telling them this is the trend. This is the norm. Now you have to do something different if you want to stand out. So everybody's trying to stand out by doing the exact same thing. And I'll give you an example. And this is not to insult anybody, but tattoos. Tattoos used to be one of those things where if you got a tattoo, you were in the minority, right? You, you stood out, oh my gosh, you know, so-and-so's son or so-and-so's daughter got a tattoo. How strange, how weird. But if you look around, it's like more weird now to see people without a tattoo. Almost everybody I know has a tattoo. I think there's like, I can count on one hand how many people I know that don't have a tattoo. <laughs> so like my husband says, everybody's trying so hard to be different or to stand out by doing the exact same thing. And the reason that happens is because of programming, the propaganda, the, the shaping of your mind through what they're filling your mind with on television or in newspapers or in advertising. And this has to do with narcissists because they understand this trick. They know how to get you to believe what they want you to believe. They strike at your emotions. They're going to evoke either fear or um, lust, right? John, you experienced that, right? Uh, they're going to try to evoke uh, jealousy. They're trying to evoke maybe even anger, right? 
and hatred hatred is a really strong emotion so if you're watching yourself and you're seeing you, yourself falling into this hatred or anger or lust or you know um there's something to be said about controlling your emotions right controlling your feelings and having being you being the master of your feelings and not letting your feelings master you not letting your feelings run your life and that's why a lot of people who go through the whole narcissistic abuse thing they feel like they're not tethered to anything good you're not tethered to the truth you're not tethered to reality you're not tethered to the ground you're just spinning around and you don't even know which direction to go that happens a lot when you come you're coming out of a narcissistic abuse situation because the narcissist has destroyed your ability to see what's real and what's fake i remember one of the first things that i learned coming out of my childhood right when i was a young adult 18 years old 17 18 years old and uh, going on my own and I thought I I was just thrown off honestly I I didn't know what was up and what was down uh, morally that is I felt so unable to discern that uh, I felt like I was just spiraling out of control I think a lot of people go through that because we we ground ourselves to the narcissist we actually tether ourselves to the narcissist and what they believe and what they say is true and what they say is good or bad and they tell us what we did here was bad but then they tell us another time that no what you did was good but then they tell us another time no no it's bad again so it's never consistent with the narcissist and then by the time you're you leave the narcissist you're like what the heck is good what is bad I cannot even discern what to do at this point and that's why a lot of us go spiraling out of control or downward into depression because we don't know what the truth is that's why today I want to talk about propaganda propaganda is um, the manipulation is how certain people will manipulate you to believe what they want you to believe right they will give you maybe even some of the truth right so you think well this part of the story is true so why wouldn't I believe the whole story they tell me right they give you enough facts that you believe that everything they're telling you is true so when I was a teenager I remember you know in my social studies class we used to read the newspaper and then we had to talk about what the current events are and you know were at the time and um, what we thought about it and who what politician was doing what and good or bad and you know stuff like that and at the time I thought that newspapers never lied I, I used I just thought yeah why well, you know you can't lie in a newspaper because people would know you can't make up a story about a person or what their intentions are or their character in a news story because in a newspaper because um, somebody would complain right uh, someone would correct it but as it turns out I didn't learn until I think probably at least a decade later that 
newspapers actually lie. <laughs> I'm like, what? what? <laughs> it's called the news. It's called a newspaper. So how can it lie? Well, think about who owns the newspaper. And I used to think, like, for some reason, just newspapers were altruistic. They're just there to investigate and find the truth, just like, you know, detectives are. They're supposed to just go in and, and uh, interview people, get different sides of the story, look at evidence, and then report, right? But then when I was a young and working uh, adult in my early 20s, I remember flying around um, to, to different parts of the country. And when I was flying, I would just pick up a bunch of newspapers and read it on the airplane. So I picked up like USA Today, Wall Street Journal, uh, Washington Post, um, New York Times, or not, was it New York Post? I don't remember some of these things. And I would get four or five different newspapers because I wanted to know what was going on. At the time, it was like a bunch of stuff going on in the Middle East which nowadays, again, right, it's, it's actually been continual in the middle, middle East. But at the time, something, one particular thing was going on. So I was like, oh, I want to know what's going on over there. So I'll get all these different newspapers. So I'll get all these different uh, reporters' perspectives. Because I thought reporters would go into the, the city or into that country and report from what they are witnessing. And people they're talking to you know i thought they would interview different people so if you get five different newspapers they're not going to interview the same one person right um or they're not going to send just the same person working for all five of the newspapers they would each have their own reporters that they would send out that's what i believed now you guys this was a while ago okay i when I picked up these newspapers trying to figure out like, oh, what's really going on? Let me see the different perspectives from these five different newspapers. I read the exact same story five times. It was not, I mean, it was slightly edited in that some of them cut off certain sentences to make it smaller to, to fit their columns. But it was the exact same reporter. It was the exact same company that sent the reporter. It was either AP or, um, I can never say this one, Reuters, 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 I think that's what it is. So it's either those two, one of those two would send one reporter. And actually that reporter did not even go to the country. They just wrote the article while staying here in our country. And I was like, oh, what? And it was verbatim. There were paragraphs that were exactly verbatim in every uh, every one of these newspapers so i was really confused because as a young 20 year old i thought well that's strange and i just didn't think to question it now how does this tie back with the narcissist well here's the deal narcissists will use this tactic they'll try to tell you oh well my friend also saw this and my um my brother also saw this or my sister saw this and so they're all reporting to you right but actually they didn't see it all they know is the story the narcissist told them right all they know is what this narcissist had said to them the narcissist version of everything and then when you go to these different this is why you do not contact the flying monkeys or the fan club because they're going to give you the narcissist version and you're thinking you're getting five or six different opinions 
you're not. You're getting the exact same version that was told to these other five people that you're going to. You're trying to compare stories and it's like it's coming back exactly the same. And you're like, that's weird. And then here's the deal. If you are young and maybe not even just young, maybe not experienced, right? You might actually believe that, um, Oh, actually not believe, but you'll, you'll kind of get a little weird spidey sense thing where you're going to see or hear the exact same words, like the exact same phrase spoken by all five of these people that you're asking. And it's like, well, that's weird. How come I'm hearing the exact same phrase? Like, um, I'm trying to think of what a narcissist would say. Oh yeah. Um, they might say something like, yeah, you know, you just can't trust so-and-so and but they'll tell you about the situation and what happened and da, da, da. Um, but every single one of them comes out and says you know you just can't trust so-and-so and you're like that's weird how come all five of them are saying the exact same thing there instead of just saying yeah I don't know that is weird I did notice that you know they're inconsistent or you know one time they did lie to me and this happened or no, what you're going to get is the same phrase because they're taking the narcissist word for it. They're taking the narcissist version and they're going, they're just repeating it because they trust the narcissist. So they hear the story from the narcissist and then they kind of take it on as their own experience. They take it on as, well, since I, I felt a little weird. Now this narcissist, they don't think the narcissist is a narcissist, but now, this person is telling me the same, you know, uh, to not trust this person that I wasn't sure about. So now I need to pass that on to other people. So when you are trying to find the truth, do not go around. I mean, you could, you could talk to the flying monkeys and the fan club and kind of feel for what is being propagandized. Okay. You, you have to still hold on to your own judgment. You have to do your own investigating. You cannot rely on the sources that the narcissist has access to. That's what I'm saying, right? Because all of this will benefit the narcissist. Well, we're going to get into that in a second. The hockey cowboy, good to see you. Good morning. And Amina, good to see you. Yes, hello, survivors, and hello, Oscar. Yes, I lost Oscar, Amina. I don't know where he is. So I have a new pup here. His name is Doug. <laughs> but yeah, you can call me Oscar. Um, yeah, I had a little kid come over. And after he left, uh, Oscar kind of disappeared too. So I'm not sure. Eh, maybe it made its way into his bag. Who knows? Warrior, good morning. Good to see you. Yeah, Obi says, man, these people have made me, well, lose it, right? lost it. Yes, they make us feel like we're going insane. And this is why I want to talk about propaganda, because that's what prop propaganda is not necessarily there to make you go insane. It's there to manipulate you. It's there to get you to do the bidding of the narcissist or to do something that benefits or profits them. That's what propaganda is there for. It's also there to, you know, if you watch advertising, huge propaganda, right? Especially now, when you watch some of this advertising that's coming out of, and I gotta say, it's probably coming out of other countries, 
because um, they're like, buy this tool. It'll take all the toxins out of your body through your feet. Have you seen that one? So gross. So disgusting. And then they show you videos and pictures of this muddy, nasty water after people have put their feet into clear water. And then, I guess, 30 minutes later, the water is like total muck, right? It's just terrible, horrible, yucky water. And you're like, wow, all these toxins have been pulled out through their feet. Anybody can do that. You don't know that they actually, this is what was pulled. But they can say this. And you, you I used to think that there, you cannot tell the lie, a lie in advertising. But it's not true. You can. You can tell a lie out of advertising, even when they tell you, what is it, five out of, no, four out of five dentists recommend this. Which dentist? You know, really, seriously, which dentist are you asking? Is this, you know, are you asking a real, taking a real poll of thousands of dentists? Or are you just asking uh, these five dentists that use your product or four, four dentists that use your product, and you know they use your product, and um, they get paid to use your product. So every time they use your product or push, push it onto their customers, their, their patients, they, they get a kickback, which actually happens in the medical field, you guys. So this does happen. So easily they could say, you know, four out of five doctors, four out of five dentists, four out of five whatever recommend this. And is it true? I guess so, out of the people they, they questioned or they polled. But is it accurate? No. You know, of the whole population? Probably not. It's, it's manipulation. It's propaganda. It's trying to get you to buy something or do something that benefits or profits the owner, right? The, the person who gains something if you do or buy something. So same thing, what I learned about news is, you guys, 90% of all the news outlets are owned by five to six corporations. I think it was five at one point, but now it's six corporations. Own 90% of all the news outlets. That includes your magazines, your websites, your even fact-checking sites, by the way, owned by these corporations. And if not owned by them, they are heavily funded by these corporations um, and controlled by these corporations. So, and these six corporations, by the way, owned by 12, I'm sorry, one to two dozen families. Yeah. So whatever they push out there is going to benefit those families. So be very careful. This is why I trust more the independent um, people who are willing not just to be a face on a video telling you what's what, but actually being on the ground and showing you with video, here I am and this is what's going on here. This is what investigative journalism used to be. But because we've learned to just trust whoever's in front of us telling us because we're thinking, how could they possibly lie? Why would they lie? And if they lied, we see their face. So we know, you know, uh, somebody will come after them if they're lying. Well, narcissists have learned that we are easily manipulated because we just simply want to believe that someone wouldn't possibly lie to us, just like the narcissist. They will lie blatantly to us because they believe we're not going to go check. We're not going to go investigate. We're not going to go find out if they're telling the truth or not because it's actual work, right? And not only that, 
um, they've told enough of their friends or their flying monkeys the story that if you should ask any of their flying monkeys, you'll get the same story. Are, are you guys seeing the parallels here to how narcissists control you and what you think and what you believe and the way it's always been done in the media with, uh, with marketing? I took a marketing class and I think that is one of the most educational classes I ever had. It kind of, it opened my eyes. I was going to say it, was, it blew my mind, but it didn't really blow my mind. It definitely opened my eyes to how the media or how newspapers or how magazine articles, right? You think, oh, it's in a magazine. How can it be telling the, a lie? Well, even statistics are lies because, um, and so I took a marketing class and I took a statistics class. Actually, I took a few statistics classes and learned that you can manipulate or the, the powers that be, right, can manipulate numbers and figures and wording to get you to believe their lies. Okay, I'll give you one example. And I actually, um, I use charts just like this myself when I started working. So if you have a, uh, say, a city has, um, let's say they have 10 murders, right? Actually, not even that. Let's see, it's a small town. It's a small town in some other whatever, you know, some rural area. And um, they average maybe two, not even two, maybe just one murder you know, last year. Let's say that, right? So a year ago, they experienced one murder. Right. Maybe somebody came through the town and, and, and it was just a vagabond and, and they, they killed somebody, right? Now, the second year, let's say two people were murdered because there was a um, lover's quarrel and, uh, or, you know, uh, and the boyfriend <laughs> or, or the girl, let me say, the, the, the one who's cheating on the husband or cheating on the wife, right? Some, that's happening. And, and so the one who's being cheated on goes and kills the spouse and the lover. Two murders now in that town, the second year. Now they can report it and make you freak out if they say, so it went from one to two. That's a 100% increase in murders, you guys. 100% increase or doubled murders. The number of murders doubled. Now, if you're thinking doubled and you're in your mind, you're thinking 50 murders went to, to 100 murders. Oh, my gosh, you know, or you're thinking 100% increase. It went from 100 murders to 200 murders. Oh, my gosh, 100% increase went from 250 murders to 500 murders. That's insane. But then you find out what the real number is. A lot of times the propagandists will not give you the real number. They will give you a statistic. They will give you doubled. They will give you a percentage to make it seem huge. Yes, exactly. The Pam, oh, measure twice. Yes, good to see you. It says inciting fear via not understanding math. Yes, she says statistics invoke fear. Exactly. So this is what I had learned back in school, how you get your numbers to convince whoever you're presenting your numbers to, to act in a way you want them to act. This happens not just in marketing, 
It happens in politics. It happens in the news. It happens even in medicine, you guys. So when they're trying to sell you, um, you know, four out of five dentists <laughs> recommend this toothpaste, that's what it is. That's what it is. Um, they are, first of all, polling certain dentists that they know are already paid. They don't tell you that these dentists are paid by them to push this product, right? They're not going to tell you that. They're just going to ask those dentists and kind of like wink, wink. You guys uh, approve of this, right? Yes, yes, we, we do. We, we recommend this to our clients all the time. Yeah, they recommend it because they get a kickback every time a patient buys it. So you guys, be so very careful when you hear people using numbers, math, whatever out there. It is manipulation. Now, this has been going on pretty much since forever, <laughs> forever. Oh, another one, manipulation. Let me explain this to you. Whatever you're exposed to the most, that's what you're going to believe, okay? Even if it's a lie, even if it's a lie, and but you hear the lie, and you've heard this, a lie repeated enough times becomes the truth, becomes the truth to the person hearing it. Because you think there is um, credibility to an amount of time or a number of times you're hearing something. You think it must be credible because I've heard this five times from five different people. Now, if you had been there um, at the beginning of this whole live, live show right now, live stream, you would have heard about the newspapers. The five newspapers I picked up while traveling for business hoping to see five different perspectives from five different journalists that were supposedly, you know, you would think journalists would jump into the country under turmoil or at least investigate or interview the people who just came out of that country, but different people, not the exact same person. So five completely different newspapers, and I named them. They were USA Today, Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, New York, um, New York Times, and, and there was a fifth one but I cannot remember right now what it was if I can remember I'll let you know but anyway I, I looked into these newspapers thinking that I'm good you know because there was some big breakout crazy thing happening in the Middle East at the time and I was like oh what's going on over there and I want to hear five different perspectives to to give me an idea of what is really going on I read the newspaper all five of them and all five of them were repeating the exact same article they got it from the exact same place, either from Reuters or from AP, Associated Press, and from the exact same journalist, all five of these newspapers. Only thing different that they had done between the five newspapers is some of them had taken out, edited out some of the sentences just to shorten it. Um, some of them, uh, they didn't even change any of the words. They changed none of the words. They only took out certain sentences or phrases to shorten it to make it fit within the space they had in their columns. That's what we're getting, you guys. This has been done forever. Now the narcissist is also in on that trick. So they will tell their friends, your friends, your family, the same story. And that's why when you asked your family, they will have heard it already from the narcissist. So they're going to give you the narcissist version because they don't have their own version. They just have, oh, I heard it from this person. And you think, oh, I'm getting five different perspectives of what the narcissist just told me. And I'm trying to investigate and trying to figure out if the narcissist is telling me the truth. So I'm asking these other five people, 
but they're just giving you the same version the narcissist gave them, which is the same version the narcissist gave you. So just because you hear it five times doesn't mean it's the truth. You still have to figure out what is real and what is fake. That's why I want to talk about propaganda so much today. You have to think about who gains from this being true, right? Who gains from this? Um, that will help you identify a lot of whether it's the truth or not. And you find out like the people who gain from it are quite terrible people, <laughs> then you got a question. So here's the thing. We are in a game of chess with the narcissist. But the narcissist is writing the rules and the narcissist is also um, has control over the board, right? Is, is controlling other players on the board. So you're like, what the heck? You know, they're even controlling some of your pawns and your, yeah. So how do you beat that, right? How, how can you resist that? How can you work your way through this chessboard and not submit to the narcissist's rules or not submit or allow the narcissist to control your pieces even, right? You can resist the lies. You can resist the narcissist with facts. Don't just take their version of things as fact. You need to look into your own, right? You have to do your own investigating. You have to um, find people who were there that has have nothing to do with the narcissist. Don't even know the narcissist. If you can't do that, then just kind of follow the trend, right? See if there's a some common thread between what the narcissist has told you, tells you now, and continues to tell you. Like, is it just so unbelievable? Is there a certain pattern that a narcissist does, right? Do they stay out every Tuesday night till three in the morning? And you're like, why just Tuesday night, right? Why just Tuesday? It doesn't even make sense. It's not even a date night. How do I, you know, so find out what, what happens on Tuesday. Don't take the narcissist's word for it. You might find out Tuesday night is actually ladies night at this bar and so that's where the narcissist is you know checking out the ladies at the bar and it's tuesday night so that's a great time for a guy to go um yeah find stuff out don't just say don't just believe like oh well nothing goes on on tuesday night i don't know anything that goes on on tuesday anyway you, you get my gist you understand so resist the lies with facts do your own investigating but then once you find out Stand your ground. Stand your ground. Tell the narcissist, I already know this. And I know that you, you know, um, go out every Tuesday. Why don't you stay home Tuesday? Like, stand your ground. Challenge the narcissist on their lies. See if they will um, continue to hold to that lie, which usually they do. That's when you know, okay, something is definitely off here. Um, but don't get emotional and don't get ugly with the narcissist. There's no point in that at all. I know the narcissist plays this game where he who or she who yells the loudest must be right. You know, they get very emotional. They freak out. They yell. They demand. They get violent. They get angry. You know, that's if they're not a 
even even the um the I wanted to say passive narcissist, but that's not the word. But you know what I'm talking about. The oh boy, I'm really losing my uh, vocabulary this morning. But the narcissist that's not all out there, even they will get aggressive when you challenge their lie. They'll freak out because they want to be believed. They tie themselves and their identity to their lie. So if you don't believe their lie, they take it as a, a personal injury. That's the crazy thing about it. So they will push their lie to the end. Like they don't care what happens. You have to believe their lie. And they know it's a lie. They know they made it up. But they, they identify their ego with this lie that if you don't believe it, then that means you don't respect them. Like they're supposed to be able to tell you anything. And if you love them and if you respect them, you will believe anything they tell you. If they tell you the sky is yellow or the sky, what color is it never? I don't know, <laughs> actually pink, you know, or the sky what has, has, uh, it has rocks falling from it, not even, you know, not hail. You have to believe it. Sky's got chickens falling from it, right? <laughs> you know, feathers are flying everywhere. You have to believe it. Even though they know it's total BS, even though they know you know it's total BS, you have to agree with them and, and tell them, yeah, I can see how that's true. I can see your point of view. You have to entertain it then they will let you off the hook. And I know some of us at times have just backed off because we're like, oh, we're tired. We don't want to argue. Just let them have this lie. <laughs> but stand your ground. And if it does become cumbersome, so tiring, walk away. That's what you do. When the narcissist is upset that you don't believe their propaganda, walk away. We can do that with the newspaper. We can do that with the TV news. Turn it off. Like, don't watch it. Don't, you know, you're tired. You've heard them lie to you enough times. You've read the articles. You're like, this is a total lie. They're repeating. They don't even have their own reporters. They don't even hire reporters anymore. They just get one reporter from one place and use that story. When you see them use the same story over and over or, yeah, amongst all these newspapers, stop buying them. Stop reading them. You can do the same thing with the narcissist walk away just leave you know you can't turn them off but you can leave you can just walk out of the room you can go stay somewhere else with your friend that night you don't have to continually expose yourself to their lies and they keep thinking that if you hear their lies over and over and over and over again and and they're emotional about it and they're pushing it on you and they're they're aghast right that you don't believe them they're just so insulted that you don't believe them and they're so hurt that you don't believe them this is all manipulation and the way you withstand that manipulation is you walk away from it their mind games though are going to be rough okay i'm not denying that the mind games the manipulation the guilt the anger it's hard to break away from that but I don't want you to succumb to it don't give in to it you don't have to agree with them you can just leave 
I know they want you to agree. And maybe just to get them off your back, just go, okay, okay, whatever you say. I believe it. You know, but you don't. Then just walk away. Make your escape. Get them to calm down as much as you can and then get out of there, right? Um, they're going to use what they call reasoning, right? They do crazy mental gymnastics. Those are part of the mind games, by the way, to get you to believe that any evil could be good under the right circumstances, right? They'll, they'll convince you that it's okay for them to cheat on you because this and this and that, or it's okay for them to steal from you because um, they just needed it right then and you weren't around to ask. Okay, this is total BS, by the way. They want you to believe that it's okay for them to divorce their, their spouse, even though they have three little children and um, because they have a need to be free and go and, and be with a dozen other people um, because they, you know, they're going to make the, the spouse seem like the bad person. Although you're watching the spouse and they're very good to the kids and you're seeing like they're the ones who take care of the kids, not the narcissist. But they're going to try to reason with you and make you think that the evil that they're doing is acceptable. That's what narcissists do. And that's what propaganda does, by the way. It makes you believe that whatever evil is happening over here is a good thing. And be careful of that because evil is still evil. Even under any circumstance, it's still evil, okay? Um, you might forgive the person, but the act itself is still evil. It's still wrong. It doesn't mean the act is okay. It's still wrong. So be careful of that. Um, another thing I, you know, I thought about was the way you get away from their games, their mental gymnastics, their, their manipulation is you choose you choose to play outside the box. Like, don't play their game. You step out. You're like, no, I'm not going to play that game. I'm not going to get all crazy emotional, wrapped up in an argument. I'm not going to get um, jealous, right? They're, they're going to use jealousy, actually, a lot. Uh, don't, don't fall for it. Tracy, good to see you, says, how do I ever trust again? I am 15 years, no contact. Oh, I'm sorry, 1.5 years, no contact. He took my best friend of 34 years with him. Holy cow. I find myself absolutely unable to trust anyone. I cry constantly. I am so lost. Please help me. Tracy, I'm so sorry that you're going through this, but I want you to know we have all been through very, very similar things as you have. Um, your friend of 34 years succumbed to the lies, okay? She, she believes the narcissist right every new supply believes the narcissist and thinks that they are somehow more special than everybody else they are absolutely more special than the last supply that's what the narcissist wants them to believe you will trust again um whatever happened to you with the narcissist is going to happen to your friend with the narcissist because the narcissist does not change does not change you're only if you and I suggest people do not even look that direction but if you are looking that direction you're only going to see the fake 
story. You're going to see the propaganda, okay? You're going to see the, oh, we had a great time. We always have a great time, blah, blah, blah. We're getting a dog together. We're getting married, all this crap, right? You're going to get that. Um, what you're not going to hear them admit is the fights that last until four in the morning, okay? You're not going to get that. You're not going to get that one of them comes home drunk, you know, uh, every other night. You're not going to get that one of them is beating the other one, okay? You're not going to get that information. You're only going to see what looks nice on the outside. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Obi, for saying that. Says Tracy. Sorry, but welcome to the community of empaths hurt by these losers. Yes. And that's the thing. You know, we don't necessarily have to lose our empathy. We don't have to lose who we are because of these people. Um, that's why it's really important to do a lot of self-care right now. Like, love who you are. Love your character. Go back to who you really are. Um, Tracy says, I don't look in that direction. I blocked them both on the same night. Oh, that's good. I'm very glad. One and a half years, by the way, um, I know it seems like a long time, but people have been injured by the narcissist for upwards of a decade. The reason I have this channel is to help you get over it faster than that. I don't think it needs to take a decade to get over a narcissist. I think that we can get over them, but um, if you are truly uh, intertwined with a narcissist very deeply, it could take two years to get over this. Um, two years seems to be a magic mark for me. I think that if you've been involved with them even longer, it's possible it'd take three years. But I would limit it to that. Uh, I think it is possible if you start the work right away to find the truth and to get involved in learning about narcissistic personality disorder, you could actually heal within a year. I think that's possible. So from the time you start learning and the time you start implementing what you're learning i think it probably takes about a year because you have to condition yourself to seek the truth always and what you believe is true and what you believe you know how do you trust yourself again take notes take notes write down um what's going on uh, i'm trying to think tracy what you're referring to exactly so excuse me if i'm not or forgive me if i'm not hitting the right spot um, or the right meaning. But I, I do have a video about how do, how do you believe again? How do you trust your own instincts again? Because they do the, destroy that because you thought you knew what was real. You thought you knew um, what they said was real. And then you come out of that, and you're like, how could this person just flat out lie to me? But once you learn who that person really is and you look back, exactly, I think you're, you're saying some of this right here. Every new person that comes into my life starts with a clean slate in my mind. But I quickly begin to see red flags, whether they are real or imagined. I don't know anymore. Okay. The red flags. Um, quirky personalities, that's not really a red flag. The red flag would be them being inconsistent. Okay. Or, or not showing up on time for your dates or... Um, Start writing down things if you start hearing contradictions in what they say. Like write down some information about their um, 
your conversation you had with them. If you go out for a coffee date or hang out with them or something like that. And then next time you hang out with them, they say something that you're like, wait a minute. I thought they said their aunt cheated on their uncle. Right now they're saying their uncle cheated on their aunt. So go back to your notes and see what you wrote. Maybe you misremembered it, right? So take notes. This is how you start to trust yourself again. Uh, there's going to be a period of time where you're going to feel really bad about yourself and that you don't think that you're worthy of trusting even yourself, right? Um, you're going to have to simply start building for yourself that trust. Like, start small. You know, find something that you absolutely know is true and then build on that. Yeah, Tracy says, inconsistencies in stories that they tell, and I am not interested in dating. These are people at work or people that I meet. Yes, yeah, those inconsistencies in stories, they, I challenge them. That's why I was saying at the beginning that stand your ground, right? Resist the lies with facts. So if they tell you, but um, wait, last week you told me this, you know, challenge them, say that, but write it down so that you know you didn't misremember it, okay? Write it down. And then, you know, when you meet somebody or when you have a conversation with them and they tell you some information about them, keep a little journal, write it down and put the date on it, right? So that later on when you're hearing the same story, but now the facts are changing, go back and check your journal and see if you just misremembered it. And then ask them, did you mean to say this or did you say that, you know, anyway, that's what you do. You have to just start building from a small area and growing from there. I'm just reading what Obese wrote written here. It says, Tracy, picture yourself carrying an awkward heavy weight being relieved. It's the same feeling as losing one of these scumbags. <laughs> yep. Let them live in the fantasy world you were once living in. Yeah. Because the fantasy world comes crumbling down. So it's good that you escaped when you did because now the rest of your life is open to you. You get to move on now. So you guys, I wanted to tell you that you don't have to play by the rules of their game. You have the option of walking away. When people give you that weird feeling, and that's the other thing, you're going to have to learn to trust your gut again I know you're, you denied your gut <laughs> feelings, I guess, if you will. I don't want to say your gut. But you, you denied your own in instincts when you were with the narcissist because you wanted it so badly to be true. That's how you are different now. You don't need things so badly to be true. You want to actually look at it without um, putting your own wishes and dreams into this you just stand back and you watch it and you're like if it works out this is great this person turns out to be a really good solid honest lovely person then you hit the jackpot but if they don't that's okay because you're not throwing yourself into their game you're not throwing yourself into the rules that they make up you're not throwing yourself into the propaganda and believing everything that they say you're actually standing back and watching to see if things fall into place. If the lies that they tell, it'll start crumbling their story, right? Their fantasy will start crumbling. 
if they're telling you the truth, then you're going to start meeting their family. You're going to start meeting their friends. And you're going to see like pieces actually fall into place. And this is an authentic person. So you guys, be careful of the narcissist propaganda. It is just like it has always been actually in marketing. It has always been like this. So it's just that now we have people who have learned these tactics of manipulation, of marketing, of statistics, how to move numbers, how to affect uh, people's perceptions, and they use it in their personal lives. And they use it to manipulate us. So don't play that game. Stand your ground. Don't get emotional about it. And that's a big, big thing for us. We have to get grounded and healed enough that we don't get emotional, that we don't get the triggers, right? That we don't um, just fall flat on our face again. We're going to be stronger. We're going to stand our ground. We know what's truth. We know who we are. That's where we want to get, right? You want to get to the point where you know who you are and what your standards are. Uh, develop your boundaries. So follow me on these videos. Uh, go back to my old videos. I'm going to try to link some videos to this one that you can watch from the past that will help you to get grounded into the truth. Well, you guys, that is my show for today. I have to get writing. I have so much stuff going on, good stuff. But I wish you all much health. And I wish you all joy and laughter this week. Go watch a comedy show. A lot of times, by the way, Tracy, uh, I'm going to give you one last nugget here. A lot of times, what helps pull me into reality is watching comedians. I know it sounds really crazy, but watch a comedian. Um, it will pull you out of an emotional abyss and back to who you are. And there is strength in laughter. There's strength in joy. So you have to bring joy into your life as much as you can. And at the beginning, while you're still crushed, it's going to be hard uh, to, to be joyful so you, you're going to have to lean on something that brings joy into your life. And for me, it was comedians. That's, you know, that's one thing that's so easy. You sit back and you listen and you watch a comedian and they crack you up. One of the places I go is Dry Bar Comedy. Dry Bar. Because they don't drink. It's in Utah. It's Provost, Utah. It's a comedy club. So Dry Bar Comedy, you guys. Go there. Enjoy it. Yes. Who is this? You just don't want to hang with us anymore. Escape. Oh, what's that? Oh, one <laughs> that I'm getting off. I know. this. Today's discussion can go on for another hour, right? Absolutely. Well, you guys, do me a, do me a favor. Um, like my videos. Give me a thumbs up. Comment on them when they upload. And uh, watch a commercial once in a while. That just really helps me to be able to do this and fund it. Um, and just to keep going, you know, uh, I'm working almost full-time now outside of this, and whew, anyway, this is a really great time. I love being with you guys. I love sharing these things with you. So watch uh, a commercial once in a while, and I will talk to you again next week.